guys, what's up? We're having a little bonus episode back to the Emerald Triangle Chronicles. Uh, today we're talking about a girl named Khadijah Britton, and she is from Mendocino County, which is in the Emerald Triangle. Um, I'm going to tell you a little about her and her vanishing, and see what you guys think. So, let's get right to it. Um, on February 7th, this is 2018... Khadijah Britton was last seen being forced into her ex-boyfriend's car at gunpoint. Um, and this is the last time anyone sees her. So that's just like over two years ago, guys. And I unfortunately think she was killed that day. And after I tell you guys about her boyfriend, the asshole with the gun, you might think the same thing. But before we get into her dumb boyfriend, pukey little boyfriend, I'm going to tell you a little bit about her first. Um, so she's Native American, and Khadij was from a tribe called the Wailaki Indians, and this tribe is like, it's like a group of many tribes in the area. They were found mainly on the Eel River and its North Fork, um, from Kakiwaka Creek to within a few miles of Round Valley, California. So this is the, the sucky part. After fighting with some white settlers, her tribe, the Wilukut, Nangato and Lassic tribes. I apologize if I screwed up any of those names. I'm, yeah, I'm not great with it, but I really did try. Um, but those tribes were essentially annihilated during the Bald Hills War in the 1860s. Uh, there was only a few survivors. 451 were basically forced to march. Um, it was about 113 miles, which took seven days. Uh, but out of that 451 people, only 251 made it to the Round Valley Reservation that the government had set aside for them. So, like I say, it's like a confederation of tribes. There's a few there, and Khadijah's tribe was one of them. Um, some cool facts about her tribe is that they usually bury their dead, but <laughs> those who fell in battle were burned. They also took the whole heads of their enemies as trophies, and they were known to dance with them. Uh, another cool thing is, like the Yuki women, they tattoo their cheeks, their noses, and sometimes even their chins. So, I thought that was super cool and just thought you guys should know about it. <laughs> Khadij was said to be an excellent student. Um, she was also on the basketball team in which she helped them to a first place finish in the North Central 3 League. She was also named co-MVP of all the league's teams. So... This chick is like boss level. She is kicking ass in high school, and I just wanted to add that she's 5'9", like me, and that's what's up. Hey, tall people, what's up? <laughs> anyway, um, so before, like in Heather Cameron's case, I was kind of telling you guys about the crazy high statistics of domestic violence in Native Americans face. So I looked them up again from the National Institute of Justice, and it shows 84% of the estimated 2.6 million Native American women in the U.S. will experience violence in their lifetime. And more than half will experience sexual violence. I think like the national average is somewhere near a quarter. And they're saying the Natives, it's half. I don't even know. That's just... Uh, it like breaks my heart. And it's horrible. And I, I don't know. Um... So, and unfortunately, Khadij, 
Sorry. I have a friend named Khadijah, and I call her Khadijah, so my bad. Khadijah was in the same situation, stuck with a boyfriend that physically abused her, and I'm sure mentally and sexually. But we, we can't wait to say allegedly with the mental and sexual. Physically, he was actually, like, you know, charged and stuff. Um, but, unfortunately, I think her boyfriend, you know, the one that caused her disappearance that day, uh, he's in jail. I know right after she disappeared, um, he was charged because he attacked her with a hammer. No shit, a hammer. Unfortunately, Khadijah was in the same situation, stuck with a boyfriend that physically abused her and basically caused her disappearance. Um, I just want to let you know, like, about this boyfriend now. I'm just going to use his last name. It's Phallus. I mean, I'll put a picture of him up and everything, but he's a scumbag, and I don't even want to say his whole name. Two years before he met Khadijah, Phallus was convicted of possession of a controlled substance, endangering the health of a child, possession of drug paraphernalia, carrying a switchblade longer than two inches. He also has a history of abusing his partners. This is like one of those things where it just started at abuse, domestic abuse, and ended in murder. It's like, oh, we know all the signs, and it's just like, I don't even know. I don't even know what the answer is to stopping domestic violence. Because, you, you know, try educating people, and still half of a Native American women are experiencing this madness. Um, he was sentenced to six years in state prison, but was released early in 2014. How surprising. And that's when he met Khadijah. So, basically, he served two years of a six-year sentence and got out early and met Khadijah. I just, can we stop letting these assholes out early so we can go commit more crimes and kill people? I mean, obviously, it didn't fix anything about him. He came out worse. Nothing in the prison system helped this guy reform. In fact, he probably came out worse. Okay, so, you know, fast forward a couple years, um, it's 2017 at this point, and uh, Khadijah's relationship is kind of just, like, falling apart. She doesn't want to be with him anymore. She tells people that he's disrespecting her, and when people ask her if she's been abused, she denied it. No one ever knew, like, from her mouth that he was actually beating her or anything. People actually asked, and, you know, she denied it, and that's kind of like, I don't know, I guess that's normal for women in these situations. And they're terrified. They just don't know what to do, I guess. They don't... It's just... It's a shitty situation. So, kind of in the beginning of the story, I told you that Phallus had been arrested for attacking her with a hammer. Let me just kind of tell you what that fight was about. And I'm getting a lot of this information from a website called Crimeola. So check it out. It's actually really cool. Crimeola.com So, January 29th, 2018. It's fucking crazy, you guys. So, Khadijah had had one of her friends pick her up and bring her to her grandma's house, and somehow Phallus tracked her down, and he comes to the grandma's house screaming and making a huge scene, so she comes outside, and he just starts beating the shit out of her, calling her a whore, And he basically starts dragging her to his car. He's, like, dragging her by her hair. Once they get to the car, he punches her in the face, kicks her in the chest, then hit her head with a fucking hammer. Okay? He then told her to get in the car, and she's fucking bloody and destroyed at this point. 
And he says, if she doesn't do it or she tries to escape, he's going to kill her. So she obeyed. Obviously, she's fucking terrified. She just got fucking beat with a hammer. So he's still beating her as she gets in the car. But then he decides to attack the friend that had picked her up and brought her to her grandma's. So as crazy is attacking her friend, she gets out of the car and she fucking hightails it out of there and hides behind a tree. Phallus realizes she's gone and eventually just drives away. So she books it to her parents' house, bloody, screaming, just basically hysterical, saying he's trying to kill me. Just keeps saying it over and over. She's telling them to get the kids on the floor. And, you know, it's I, I bet she looked like a nightmare walking up to the door. Her dad probably just, like, was terrified. Um, they called the police and gave a statement. And the following day, they took her to the tribe's domestic violence center there's nothing about her going to the hospital, so I, I, I hope she did, but I don't know. Nothing's written about that. Um, so at the center, she was giving cl- new clothes, money for groceries, and a cell phone. They're trying to help her, you know, get away from this fucking guy. But somehow, Phallus managed to either get at her or threaten her. Because when the counselor came to pick her up on February 5th to take her to a hearing, she pretended to be asleep. And never made it to court. Apparently, it was discovered um, that in the days after the hammer attack, they had been like talking to each other. They've been texting with her new cell phone. So a few days later, it's like February seventeenth at this point. She goes to the tribal police and told them she didn't want to proceed with charges against him. So I guess this this guy Phallus. It's like I, I guess he also had like another girlfriend on the side, and. Apparently, Khadija calls this girl and tells her and the new girlfriend's twin sister and their mother that she dropped the charges. Her family basically believes she was coerced into dropping the charges. And that is actually something that happens all the time. I don't, I guess in, maybe on tribal land they're allowed to because I know here if you try to drop the charges, that shit's not happening. The state will prosecute you if you know, your partner is covered in hammer attack, basically. So, I don't know, the charges were dropped, and I'm sure she was afraid. This guy was a felon, okay? He's already a felon, and if he's threatening to hurt her family or hurt her, uh, I, I don't know. I totally get it. Um, this poor woman is terrified out of her mind. So, she drops the charges, and three days later, her stepmom files a missing persons report. So, like we see with a lot of police situations... The police at this time didn't suspect foul play or think there was any reason to be concerned. They basically were pulling the, oh, she's ran back to Phallus and she's just, you know, going to chill out there for a few days. She'll show up. So they didn't do anything. At this point, the family is super frustrated and they just basically begged the police to, at the very least, put some sort of press release out so it could be out there and, you know, maybe generate tips. Well, only one person came forward with what they saw. So what the witness is saying is on February 7th, Khadija was with her friends at a house um, in this city called Cavello when Phallus and his girl showed up in a black Mercedes. He gets out of the car, and supposedly he's carrying a gun with him. He demands Khadija to come out and talk to him. Well, as soon as she gets there, they're fighting. He's chasing her. And he eventually catches her and shoves her in the car he's driving. She's never been seen since that day. So after the tip, the police had to respond. And they start looking for this piece of shit. 
February 19th, they find him and he is arrested. When the police find him, he actually cooperates. He goes in quietly and he's transferred into the custody of the Mendocino County Sheriff's Department, who then put him in jail. Uh, he's booked with a deadly weapon charge, kidnapping, inflicting corporal injury on a person with whom he is having a domestic relationship with, first-degree burglary, and threats to commit a crime resulting in death or great bodily injury, and attempted murder. So, when he was arrested, he was with his current love interest, uh, we'll just call her A, uh, Fellas and his girlfriend also alleged to have hidden at least two firearms in the, the house they were arrested at. He pleads not guilty to the accounts of attempted murder, kidnapping, and assault with a deadly weapon, and his bail was at $400,000. <laughs> woo So according to the sheriff's records, uh, that's the fourth time a domestic violence case was brought against him. So he's a real piece of work, Okay. So about a month after they arrest uh, Phallus, there's a huge search. Like, I'm talking like, I don't know. Okay, let me tell you about it. There's 96 people. There's a helicopter, drones, and search dogs. Um, I remember I was telling you about the cell phone that they had given her. The problem was, is it's a burner phone, so you can't really track it. In June 2018, they reduced the charges against Phallus. Um, and at this point, the bail was lowered to $35,000. Okay, it started at 400000 they put it down to thirty-five. So, he basically walked out of jail at that point. He's the last person seen with Khadijah, and the man everyone suspected of murdering her. He's free. Eventually, check this out. You know that witness that called in the tip? They end up going missing, and Phallus isn't admitting anything, so unfortunately, the Mendocino County officials were forced to drop felony kidnapping charges, attempted murder, and the domestic violence. So, I don't know. I don't know where this witness went. They disappeared off the face of the planet. So, that's basically why the bail went down that much. And that's it. You know, they're basically acting like nobody, no charges, nothing. And I guess when your witness disappears, what choice do you have? In August 2018, his girlfriend, A, she actually gets arrested for felony suspicion of harboring or concealing a wanted felon. She allegedly helped Hollis hide while the police were searching for him um, right after her parents you know, made the report and the tip came in. Um, so she pled not guilty and like her boyfriend, she was soon back out on the street. How surprising. So the police are still working the case. And I'm sure it's, you know, the family doesn't think that much is getting done or anything. But to credit the police, they have searched a number of houses. They asked for the FBI's help. Um, and they are kind of following up if anything comes in. Um, the days immediately following Khadijah's disappearance, Bellis's mom was seen torching things in the back of the house. And the neighbors thought that was odd. When they asked her what she was doing, she said, quote-unquote, burning dogs. Like, what the fuck? Who burns dogs? What kind of... I don't even know. Even if, like, die naturally. I, I can't even wrap my mind around that one. So, yeah, I'm not surprised her son is basically killing people. She's burning dogs or acts like that's a normal thing. Who knows what she's actually burning? 
Um, but yeah, at that point, she hadn't been reporting missing yet, so it's not like anyone was even thinking anything about a missing girl. Um, they also said that she remodeled her house, like repainted it and stuff, and she yeah, she just told the police that she had remodeled it. So any evidence that was there is painted over, and I don't know what to do at that point. I mean, if you paint over blood, is it still going to show up? Probably not, because no charges were ever filed. The FBI forensics was looking at her house. So I think just too much time passed, and people were able to cover up stuff, get rid of witnesses. This guy sounds insane. So I totally get why Khadijah was terrified of him. So yeah, at this point, he's free. No one's been charged for her disappearance. She hasn't been found. And her family love her. They're looking for her, and to this day, they're still searching for her. I don't know, if you're listening to this, and you were there, you witnessed that, please, go to the police. Go to someone, and tell them what you saw. Tell them to put you in the witness program. Obviously, you need to be if you're <laughs> dealing with this guy, and I get it, that's like a huge life-changing thing. But this girl was murdered, and she's either burned up, or buried in some hole. She needs a proper burial and her family need her back. So please, if you guys know anything, contact the Mendocino County Sheriff's or you can email me at vanishedinthevalley at gmail.com. You can check out our Facebook or the Instagram and contact me through there or even the website uh, vanishedinthevalley.com. Just let somebody know. Let's get this case closed to get her home to her family. And it would be a bonus if we could get her disgusting ex-boyfriend prosecuted and, I don't know, prosecuted to the fullest. I don't even know what that is with attempted murder. What is it, like 80 years max? Who knows? Just, he needs to be away. He's a danger to women. The Round Valley Indian Tribes Council issued a statement and they are also asking about, they are also asking for information about her disappearance. They want you to come forward whether it's to the tribal member law enforcement, members of just a tribe, or the Britain family. They just want information. I know a lot of people out there know something about her. Please, call somebody. We can do this. I know a lot of people, well, maybe not a lot, but I know enough people in that area listen to Vanished in the Valley. And talking to you, if you were there that night, that's on your conscience. You know of a girl that basically got murdered and buried in a hole, you need to do the right thing and contact somebody. So, please, even if it's contacting me so I can contact the sheriffs to tell them where the body is, we need to get her home to her family. There is a $60,000 reward, too. And hey, I'll even split it with you. I'll give you 50-50. Come on. (laughs) There's a tip line if you want to do that, and they say it's anonymous, the tip line is 707-234-2100. Let somebody know. So Khadijah Britton lived in a place called Cavello, and it's a small community, like 1,200 people, and it's way northern California. So it's kind of foresty, uh, lots of hills and valleys. 70% of the population is Native American, and they are direct descendants of the tribes I was just telling you about. In Cavello, God, the poverty is crushing. It's 41%. And the tribe's unemployment rate is 86%. And 
that's at a time when California's unemployment rate is just under 9%. So what is going on with that? Why isn't that being fixed? There's a big problem just in Mendocino County as a whole with drugs and alcohol. And it seems to be like meth was always the thing, but now heroin's creeping in. Now that the government and the Sattler family created the opiate epidemic with their fucking OxyContin, that's starting to creep into Mendocino County like they need another drug problem. Alright guys, so that wraps up this second part of the Emerald Triangle Chronicles. That was for Khadija Britton and... I don't know. We're going to keep moving around in the different counties because there's a few that are located in the Emerald Triangle. I'm thinking maybe the next show I will start to get into the disappearances that are involved with the growing. I just kind of wanted to give you guys a, a glimpse to see the diversity of vanishings we have. So, yeah, the last two were just, you know, people had nothing to do with the grow and the next few Emerald Chronicle series might be, I don't know, people directly or indirectly related. We'll see. But take care. Don't forget your pepper spray. And thank you for listening. Ciao, ciao. Are you lost?